Welcome to Credit Hour, a weekly thought-provoking conversation with the brightest minds from the University of South Dakota. They get the credit, we ask the questions. This is Credit Hour. Hi, I'm Michael Ewald, host of Credit Hour. Today we interview Megan Jarko, Chair of the Department of Sustainability at USD. In our conversation, we discuss USD's new degree programs in sustainability and how sustainability affects our daily lives. Megan, it's nice for you to join us today. Uh, We'll just jump right in. What is sustainability? So there's a lot of different definitions of sustainability. In one of the books that we have, it talks about there being more than 300 definitions of sustainability. Um, But there are always kind of common themes in almost all definitions. And so very generally, sustainability is about improving the environment, improving social well-being, um, and having financial systems that could continue over time. Now, at USD, um, we were talking a little bit ago, you you said that you came here in 2012 to initially start um, the undergraduate major program in sustainability. I don't know if you can just tell us a little bit about the history of sustainability at USD. Yes, so it did. The undergraduate um, major and minor started in the fall of 2012. And so um, I think it started two years before that when there was this idea that there's increasing faculty interest and student demand in um, having programming and sustainability. And so um, folks within the College of Arts and Sciences started the process of getting you know, an undergraduate major and minor approved. And then as part of that, needed to hire someone to teach the core courses. And so then in fall of 2012, um, I started. Um, and, and then now we've had the sustainability program, you know, just finished our sixth year. And, you know, starting three or four years in, we kind of realized it would be great if we could also do graduate sustainability education. And so, you know, the first few years, we're developing our expertise, getting more faculty involved, and then um, wrote a grant for a couple years to try and get funding to really help us kickstart and get more faculty um, so that we could start the graduate program. And then when we received the grant, that really was the impetus for um, now for the past kind of year and a half have been doing the paperwork to get the graduate program uh, approved. And so as of the end of March, we now have a master's and PhD in sustainability. And we're one of just uh, a few in the country to do you know, grad or sustainability education all the way from the undergraduate through the PhD. You know, when when you were talking about the definition of sustainability, one thing that I thought was interesting is, obviously, at a liberal arts college, you're always looking to try to combine kind of the interdisciplinary, um, you know, nature of study. Sustainability seems to be, um, you know, a major concentration that really hits on a lot of different other fields. When someone, you know, pursues sustainability education, what are they likely to encounter as far as, um, you know, other academic concentrations that might exist here at USD? And so I, I do think that sustainability is, is just the, about the ultimate liberal art in that it's more of a way of thinking about the world or a way of understanding it or a different lens or worldview of understanding, you know, how we might think of topics. And so in that sense, you know, and again, I've been coordinating this and think about it a lot. So I think my um, umbrella that I include in sustainability is pretty broad, but I would include, you know, a whole bunch of, I think throughout the university sustainability, it relates to many of the different topics. And so there's some really obvious areas like environmental conservation. And so, you know, with the biology conservation and biodiversity specialization, um, but it also really closely links to, you know, the political sector. So our political science and sociology and anthropology all relate to sustainability. Um, but sustainability extends far beyond that, you know, um, economic sustainability with the business school, um, 
sustainability related to wellness, so things involving the School of Health Sciences. And so it really is that sustainability as a topic is more of a way of thinking about how might we make the world a better place and kind of understanding that systems perspective, but you can apply it to a bunch of different disciplinary areas. Well, and that was one thing I was going to say. I, I pulled a quote from a, a, a previous article that you had spoken to, and you said, sustainability is about finding solutions to making the world a more desirable place. We hope to train students different methods of being effective agents of change through experiential coursework and through the students' research. I'm wondering if you can expand a little bit. You know, what is this kind of you know change agent? What are you hoping to kind of instill in these students um, as they kind of go out and you know use their sustainability degree to hopefully make the world a better place? Yeah, so a couple notes with that. So first of all, I think sometimes when people think of sustainability, the first thing that comes to their mind might be the more um, doing without or, or some sort of social shaming, like you need to be recycling or you shouldn't do that. And that really is not how I think of sustainability at all. That, And I think most people who have academic programs in sustainability see it as more of this future looking and an idea of we're helping to train people to think about how could you, you know, be how could you understand a system well enough to figure out where would be good leverage points in that system to be able to intervene and help make that system better? And so in that process, you have to understand challenges within systems, and you have to understand, you know, let's say in the field of social justice, you have to understand what are these social injustices that are happening. Um, but it's not a field that the end goal is to just understand what are the problems. It's to say, okay, where are these places where people could do something to make a change, and then in the future that could help it be better? And so with sustainability, there really is a focus towards, um, it's looking towards the future, and it's future-oriented solutions oriented as opposed to, you know, the goal of it being backward looking. Yeah, you know, has sustainability um, students or, you know, the faculty, have we made, been able to make, I guess, an impact here at USD as, as far as programs um, and things of that nature? What would be some of the impacts maybe that sustainability as a, you know, cultural motif has had on USD? So I think um, we have had an impact and I think there's a lot of opportunities, of course, to do more, but even is the most obvious thing that people recognize in terms of recycling on campus, which is really often what comes to people's mind first when they think of sustainability. Um, we just didn't have a recycling program on campus that was centrally organized. Um, and now there really are very concerted efforts to try and develop a recycling system and kind of do it in a way that um, is systemic, you know, goes throughout campus and could last over time. And so, um, it's not done, and I know people would like it to happen faster, but it is something where I think this way of going through the process, it's trying to develop a longer-lasting system. You know, when you talked about finding solutions for different systems, the thing that popped into my head, I was recently in um, Denver, and they've kind of instituted this new bike-sharing program where you don't even need to drop your bike off at a centralized location. You literally just kick up the kickstand and leave it on a sidewalk. It was kind of bizarre to me, This, you know, for South Dakotans, you know, this kind of sharing economy. Um, is relatively new, I think. Yeah, how? I, I don't know if, if maybe that's an instance where um, you know someone with a sustainability background can look at um, you know problems that are really focused on you know different communities, maybe communities without uh, quick access to public transportation, things of that nature. How how can sustainability make our lives easier? Whether it's a you know bike sharing program or maybe something larger. Well, and so as you mentioned, we, we did start a bike share program on campus, and that's one, um, again, 
we have opportunities to expand it, but the idea is Vermilion is an extremely walkable and bikeable community. I mean, you know, it's um, small, it's relatively flat, there's not that much traffic, so it'd be really safe. Um, and so compared to some cities, we have more people who walk or bike, but I, we're definitely not to our capacity. I mean, Vermilion could be somewhere where it's just really common to see people biking and walking. And so part of the idea with the bike share program, one, I mean, is to physically get the infrastructure, I mean, get bikes that then people can check out for free um, and be able to use to get around. But I think more importantly, and often more importantly in sustainability work, it's about changing kind of the social norms and culture. And so part of it, I think in Vermilion, if we would just start seeing more bicyclists, it would help normalize that as uh, something that, you know, is part of the fabric of our community. And when students would come here, they would see, oh, you know, it is you know, it'd be weird to drive two blocks to then park to go to a class on campus. It's faster and it's easier and it would be better and I'd get to talk to my friends easier if, you know, I just biked around. And so um, the bike share program, part of it is, right, to provide that infrastructure, but the bigger idea is to start this process of creating a culture in Vermilion where it's just really obvious and normal and expected that people would walk or bike, you know, for most of the year. You know, what are the biggest challenges to sustainability? You know, you just talked about kind of just, it's almost like an awareness piece, right? You don't think maybe to go find the bike, you just hop in your car. I mean, is it an awareness piece or what would be the biggest challenges that you've encountered um, when you've, you know, worked on issues of sustainability? So I think a lot of it is these our, our mental models and behavioral change types of things. Some people, when they think of sustainability, um, the scientific or technological aspects really come to the head, their head. Like we need, you know, more wind turbines or we need solar panels, and we definitely need those, and we need the technology. Um, but certainly in the United States, you know, there is a tremendous number of things that we could do that are behavioral changes from, you know, small things like. Um, bringing your reusable water bottle, washing your laundry on cl- on cold, um, bringing a reusable grocery bag, all of those little things, you know, each in and of themselves are very easy to do, um, but really add up to make a difference. So in the United States, you know, I think we all could easily reduce, let's say, our energy use by half without reducing the comfort of our lifestyle at all. And so we need to make, make those behavioral changes. And then we also need to be doing the technology thing. So that the remaining, let's say, energy use that we have is coming from solar. And then we also need to have mental shifts in terms of, let's say, the social justice aspects of sustainability um, to be thinking about, you know, what would make everyone's lives better. You know, you've obviously you've been here for, is it six years then, 2012? Um, you've probably witnessed a host of changes here at USD. I'm curious, um, what do you think is the most significant difference between when you started and now here in 2018? This is kind of an off topic of sustainability, but I like to throw a few curveballs every once in a while. So not related to sustainability? Well, it could say- be related to sustainability, but I'm, I'm just curious about your experience here. You've been here for you know, six years, so we'll round up and say almost a decade, I guess, right? Is, you know, the university changed substantially during your time here? Or is it more kind of an incremental approach? So let's say if I focus on the sustainability sides of it, I think I would say it's been more of an incremental approach, but I think there's been greater awareness, you know. And so recycling, of course, people have always identified. They'll continue to identify. um, But I think there's more um, of awareness of people coming around the idea of sustainability um, 
as a particular idea and recognizing that there always had been a lot of disparate activities on campus that would have related to sustainability. I just don't know that it was brought together under the same heading. And so I think one of the strengths of having the sustainability program was there were a lot of people interested in ideas related to sustainability, but there wasn't necessarily a particular name for it or a group to do it. And so having the academic program then, you know, sparked this idea of kind of bringing some of these groups together. And I think that that's been really exciting. Well, I know in some of some of the other you know press releases that we've sent out on, on sustainability, you've talked about just kind of the credibility that comes with the department. It opens up um, access to grants, um, other research tools. I don't know if maybe you can talk a little bit about what kind of having a department has done to elevate sustainability at USD. Yes. Okay. So the first, you know, five years of the program, it was an interdisciplinary program housed within the College of Arts and Sciences. And so there was just no department to go with it. And I was the only faculty member who had dedicated time to the sustainability program. Um, of course, faculty and staff at USD are great. And, you know, there have been about 25 faculty and staff who've been involved in the sustainability program. But their participation in the program was more or less extra, you know, that they are willing to do things above and beyond what they were otherwise doing. But by having a department, you know, now we're able to have more um, staff and then faculty who are specifically dedicated to the sustainability program. And so um, I'm delighted in all that we've been able to do, but of course, as we have more dedicated people, the opportunities just expand greatly. And so it is really exciting um, not to say that it was a one-person show, because it wasn't, but um, the, the focus of the sustainability program, I kind of disproportionately led the activities, and now it just won't be that way because we'll have more people to help. Well, and that, I think, was going to be my next question was um, where you see the future of sustainability at USD going, both in terms of an academic program, but also just in terms of, right, kind of the cultural component of it, you know, trying to make USD more sustainable, living up to kind of the ideals that you put forth in the academic program. I, I see a lot of opportunities. I mean, of course, the academics, we are on a great trajectory. We'll now have the undergraduate through PhD, and, and we're really going to work to grow that. But on campus, I was really um, excited to hear President-elect Gestring talk about she's very interested in, um, in is one of her focal areas, thinking about the culture on campus and really bringing, you know, a vibrant culture to campus. And I think sustainability can really add to that. And, and I'm excited about the ways that in the future, you know, implementing sustainability and using campus as a living learning lab for both students and just as a focal point for the state and the region to say, you know, we are a leader in sustainability and look at our academics, they're spectacular. Look at our campus, this is something we live and breathe. And so I'm, I'm hopeful that that's where we're going. And I think, you know, we look back in 10 years, I'll be excited to see what it looks like. You know, what would be, I guess, the biggest challenge um, for maybe, and take it a little bit broader than maybe just the University of South Dakota, but um, South Dakota as a state, what do you think the biggest challenge in terms of sustainability um, exists, uh, you know, to our state? I think the biggest challenge is that it has been framed as um, having a political connotation. And so the idea of sustainability has, um, people have ideas that it is um, liberal or democratic leaning, which is, um, as I've said, it's a frame to look at the, to look at the world, and so it doesn't have a political connotation with it. But I think that the, the fact that there's that idea with it doesn't necessarily 
um, help. And so I think, you know, more broadly, hopefully there is the increasing recognition that, you know, let's say, for example, solar panels, while they are beneficial to the environment, they also, you know, can reduce our um, you know, reliance on the grid. They can also reduce electricity costs. And so there's a lot of sustainability topics that, you know, most of them, in fact, don't have political um, underpinnings and so better understanding that. And social justice, of course, we all want equality among people. That's not a political issue. And so the idea of sustainability, because it has an idea of being left-leaning or, um, you know, otherwise associated with Democrats, I think, is inaccurate and not always helpful. Well, and that was going to be maybe my next question was, you know, let's say I don't care about sustainability. It's a foreign concept to me. I've never really dealt with it in my life. What would be your argument um, to someone like that to prove to them that sustainability really is valuable to the way they live their life, um, you know, in the future that they hope to create for themselves and, you know, maybe their children? Well, and I think at least a good thing, um, pretty soon it, it wouldn't matter whether you bought into the idea of sustainability, you know, with the term, but if you would talk to people about, you know, would you promote, would you like the idea of having a more energy efficient house or, you know, having renewable energy that could make us less reliant on, you know, the whole United States grid or would you like, you know, greater equality for residents of our state, you know, that... Um, Regardless of the term, I think a lot of these concepts, people would agree about it. And so uh, I am less concerned if people buy into the idea of sustainability uh, so much as we're moving kind of in a trajectory that's making it so, you know, we're creating a society that's better for people, but then also better, better for the environment. Well, and I guess, you know, we can maybe end our conversation um, with just one last question, and, and that would be if you could you know, basically have the last word. Um, what would you say about sustainability to kind of the masses who might be listening to this podcast um, that, that you would want them to know um, that they might not be familiar with? So um, the idea that sustainability is more than recycling, sustainability is an idea of trying to create a better world and then um, actually taking steps to then make it happen. And then also the idea that sustainability is is really broad and that there are a lot of different ways to go at addressing sustainability topics. Awesome. Thank you so much, Megan. Thanks for having me. Thank you for listening to Credit Hour, a weekly thought-provoking conversation with the brightest minds from the University of South Dakota. Listening is 100% of the grade, so we hope you enjoyed the episode. Next week, we interview Carmen Stewart, the director of USD's Head Start program, which provides early childhood care to low-income families in southeastern South Dakota. Until next time, go Yotes.